I know you're nervous for the Rams, but you got to be a little enthusiastic after being there. Bro, that, that game atmosphere was ridiculous. Energy, electricity. That place was rocking anyone was there. And a lot of the, a lot of the uh, Super Bug fans were there, too. The, the Bug. Tampa Tones. We are joined by Lee Goon tonight, uh, host of the Pat and Aaron Show of WDAE. Uh, Pat Donovan. And it sounds like Stunna is bumbling a little bit. Going to put him on mute for a second until that gets a little cleared. But we're joined by Pat Donovan. It looks Donovan. like Stunna is hanging out with Cheech and Chong in a car with the windows up or something over there. <laughs> it does look like you got a little No, my, my uh, camera's broke. Playoff Monday, nothing like it, nothing like it. It's game day for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Howdy ho, howdy hey, how the hell are you? Welcome into the Bucketeers podcast. We got the trio in the house today of Cats, J-Lo, and myself, Tampa Tones. If you guys are tuned in alongside Facebook or YouTube or one of our great streaming outlets right now here on the Bucketeers, and I know J-Lo's fired up, he's going to be representing the fellas at the game tonight that's going to be a lot of fun we're going to get his thoughts on game day vibes around tampa here in a minute and we got the great cats in the building as well we're going to get his thoughts and intel and what he's doing for the game tonight it's going to be a fun one today on the bucketeers pregame show eagles bucks i can't believe it's here j-lo it seems like it was just wednesday when we were on and saying hey you know, we got four pods coming up, then it was uh, Friday, then it was yesterday, all of a sudden it's Monday. When your team's in the playoffs, time truly does fly, and kudos to the Packers for helping us out a little bit yesterday, and trying to right the ship and have the Bucks get another home game, and it came oh so close, the Rams came oh so close to getting the Bucks another potential home game, but they fell just short. What can you do? They played really good, but nonetheless, J-Lo, how the hell are you, brother? Welcome oh, in. I know oh, your vibes are high with you going to the game tonight. And Neil says what it do, peeps. What it do, Neil. Welcome in, brother. Well, I got company, brother. We're pre-gaming. I got, I got fans in the house. Let's go. Hey, the crew is in the building. What's up, <laughs> fellas? Way to be. We're all pre-gaming. Yeah, stand loud, stand proud today, fellas. Don't let an Eagles motherfucker tell you guys what to do. Nah. Don't let him do nothing. As Al Bushman says, I hate the Eagles and everything about them. Their fans are the worst people in sports history. And he keeps going and going as well. Nothing would please me and put a smile on my face more than have the Bucks beat them tonight at Ray J and send those Philly fans crying out the door. Love Evan, a.k.a. the great Al Bushman. That, that's pretty good right there, J-Lo. Can you top that? Oof, man. Nah, he he he's off to a good start, faster than me. But but like I said, you know we're gonna. Be, I got Tampa fans in here now. There ain't no Eagle fans around here. I like I said, they're in for a real treat. Like I said, I got my boy Hayden here, who's a who's a big Bucks fan. Like I said, he he drove three hours away to go to the game tonight. So that's love, brother. That's love right oh. there. But but yeah, man, I'm excited. It's gonna be a fun one. Like I said, I spent a close dogfight game. I hope they win for, well, obviously, I always hope the damn Bucks win. But if they do win, I will be making the road trip to Detroit 
next weekend with Pops. Oh. That's a three and a half, four hour drive for me. So I'd be amped for that one. You know, just a short car ride away, but we got to take care of business today. And that starts with kicking the Eagles ass. Cats, how are you feeling today? How are your vibes, brother? What are your plans for the game tonight? Uh, do you plan on attending or are you just going to hang low and uh, chill out a little bit? I'm going to hang low. I will say in the words of the great Whitney Johnson, all Eagle fans are jack-offs, uh, as he <laughs> used to say back. He used to be on WDAE way back in the day, and he would always say all Eagle fans are jack-offs. He would say that about Yankee fans too um, uh, and Red Sox fans, but he always always was a little extra when it was about the fucking Eagles. So, yeah, I'm I'm pretty fired up here. Um and, you know, uh, Rondé's video this morning was just absolutely freaking outstanding. The Buccaneers social media team does just a tremendous job with what they put out. And that one, you know, they seem to top themselves each and every time with their videos and their hype videos. And that was absolutely outstanding. It's tremendous stuff. Yeah, there's very little better social media teams, if any better social media teams out there to me. I mean, week to week, you got in the current episodes that are like many hard knocks, in-house hard knocks, I call them. They keep you up to date and everything going on with the Bucks. as Neil says, facts. Olivia's tuning in. Make sure you have bodyguards on deck, Jeremy, for these trash Eagles teams. It seems like he's got he's enough guys in there. So She's a Packers fan. She's excited. So I know she she's freaking hype right now. And we got a question from Pops on X. What's the drink of choice today for him and his buck buddies? JLo, what is the drink of choice there? Is it lemonade or is it a uh, alcoholic beverage? What do we got rolling? Uh, you know, I'll have one beer to kind of, you know, get the party going. And then we'll probably have some IPA later. Yeah, I started with the old-fashioned, and then we'll, we're moving to Cigar City Brewing here in a little bit, close to the stadium, do a little pre-gaming. Yeah, you can't beat that. I love Cigar City Brewing. And, uh, you know, starting with old fashions seems like my route to go. So I'd probably be indulging in a good old, old fashioned or bourbon on the rocks in some well, sort of fashion. But you've got that negative 30 wind chill up there in Illinois. So you got to you got to warm that body up somehow. Yeah, we're at night without wind chill right now. It's negative uh, seven degrees without wind chill right now. So. That's intense. That's intense, brother. Yeah, good thing I got some extra body coating on myself <laughs> to uh, combat the storm a little bit. But what can you do? And uh, well, Bert says turning in from Kentucky. Thanks for tuning in from Kentucky. That's where he's from, Tones. That's, that's one of my boys from Kentucky. So I, you know, I'm I'm supporting the pod, sending out links, making sure we get some viewership here. That's awesome, brother. We appreciate that. And uh, Kentucky, underrated little place. Me and Olivia went there a couple of years back for the 4th of July and actually stayed in Kentucky, um, Boone County, right across the border of Cincinnati. So, nice. uh, you know, it was a good little town and a lot of nice, friendly people. So thanks for helping spread the word in Kentucky, brother. And uh, you guys are the ones with the vibes today. So, J-Lo, vibes around town, not just, you know, you and the fellas, of course, but, you know, have you heard much around the town yet? Have you heard or seen uh, much excitement in the area on a uh, holiday as well? I know it's about a 50-50 work day for Martin Luther King Day. You know, you got some people work and some people not. So how, how's the vibes around Tampa? As Tyler says, looking forward to the game, but not the rain that's coming. Go Bucks. It's football life, man. When it rains, it rains, man. If you're a real football fan, you'll sit in that. Well, you know, he's in those uh, club seats, so the oh, rain will soak his good. cushion. You know, the, the rain's going to get his cushion wet. 
I actually went to the Falcons Bucks game with Tyler. He's first row, fifty yard line in those clubs, man. The, the, no. Those are insane. But no bad seat in Ray J. It doesn't matter where the hell you sit, to be honest. Hell no. And now I'll go by the power shift. Fire them fucking cannons, man. Like I said, but the fives are looking pretty positive around here lately, for what I've noticed. You know, I haven't seen many Philly fans. I know Hayden here ran to a Philly fan before he came over, and he has some um, fun vibes with that one. I just gave him a little, you know, good luck tonight, just some positive vibes for everybody. Um, and they were true Philly fans. The response was, we don't need that luck. Um, and, I, and I just responded with, yep, you're a Philly fan through and through, I can tell. <laughs> yeah, you know, they don't need luck. They're limping into this game. They got injuries out the ass. Their team is discombobulated, but they're still going to be the ones that puff their chest out. That sounds like a Philly fan to me, so that's right on par. I don't care, man. When they seen that gay-ass song, I ain't going to fucking did that. Flag was flying my ass. <laughs> when we were there in September, Eagles fans were terrible. Cats knows Eagles fans are terrible and the uh, brutality behind that as well. Right, Cats? Absolutely disgusting, disgusting sons of bitches is what they are. They're maggots. Please. They're absolute fucking maggots. Um, I don't have the patience for them anymore. When I was younger, I did. I don't. I can't even deal with such nonsense anymore. And their coach really epitomizes the fan base. I'll tell you what. He has one of the most punchable faces I've seen in quite a while. As far as, <laughs> He's Robert like a Walker, the coach. Yeah, he's uh makes me reminds me of Sean Payton a bit with that punchable oh, face. I fucking hate that guy. Yeah. yeah, and we got a lot of people tuning in on Facebook right now. Big Mike, Big Reekin on Sports is tuning in. The Godfather is in the house as well. David Ferrara's Tampa Zone Real Estate's in the house. John's in that. We got a lot of people. John John Vanderwatt, man, it is packed in here right now. But fellas, uh Cats alluded to it a little bit earlier, that Rodney Barber hype video, that was good stuff right there. I mean, he had, well, obviously the drink of choice on the table. That's never a bad thing. You know, Rodney doing a little sipping, and he was bartending and kind of cut back the clips of clowns like Mike Florio and other media talking heads saying how this Bucks team really didn't have a chance this season at all. And, uh, you know, they kind of just – Highlighted some things together. Baker Mayfield signing his contract. Rondé Barber shutting down the vet back in 02 was a part of the video as well. So pretty sweet, nifty thing there. Uh, J-Lo, did you happen to see the hype video yet? And if you did, what are your thoughts on it, brother? First thing when I woke up, it woke me up quick. I thought I was going to sleep in. Then when I saw that video, I'm like, oh, I'm wide awake now. I'm ready to go. I remember when I was 12 years old when that man did that. That was one of the best moments ever being a Buck fan. Going into Philly. And just taking it from them, for real. Barber, the defense, and that's the way I feel the defense is going to play tonight. I feel they're going to get after Hurts, make his life a living hell. And like I said, the main focus is you got to shut down the run. You shut down Swift, they can't do shit. I already, I'm already, I'm already not intimidated by their offense right now, except except for DeAndre Swift. And as far as his question down there, how big does Baker need to play? Game manage. Don't turn the ball over. You know, try to get the run game going. Instead of going up the middle, do some counter runs. Stop running up the middle. You know, go do some counter runs and tire down that defense, and they will falter. And I think Baker's going to have a big game tonight. I really do. Yeah, as Pepin Steppen, our favorite Canadian, jumps into the arena with us. Thanks for tuning in, Steppen. We appreciate you. And, Katz, I want to get your thoughts on how Baker plays tonight a little bit. But 
I had a tweet way back in October that got bookmarked 21 times, and I could tell it was a lot of people waiting for the downfall of Baker Mayfield to hit. Way back in October, I said, Tom Brady is a man, no doubt, always will be a hero here and forever, entrench himself in one of the most successful three-year runs, if not the most successful three-year run in franchise history, easily the GOAT of the NFL and the best to ever do it under Sunder for the Bucks, no questions asked. One of my favorite Bucks ever, but Baker Mayfield is that dude. Super cool seeing him attend Lightning playoff games last spring and now Rays playoff games this fall. Awesome hearing stories about him taking Bucks offensive line to the Bahamas or out golfing. Cool that him, Evans, Godwin, and the other wide receivers go to local dive bars around town, relate with the locals. He's already been on Tampa radio a handful of times, and he's always upbeat with the media, which can seem vicious at times. Multiple charity events with Mrs. Mayfield already as well. Life after time is smooth sailing, not saying forget about the goat by any means but beyond the gridiron enjoy what baker is bringing to the bay goats move how they move that's how they're successful love the life tom lived it's a different type of lifestyle though with baker and in many ways refreshing the bay and baker are bringing out the best in each other just a cool ass dude and i think he'd be a cooler ass dude if they get the win today as well to cement his legacy here in tampa and it's really seeming cats like it's inevitable at this point that Baker and the Bucks are going to have a reunion regardless of how he plays today, but especially if he shows up in big fashion. Well, and as there should be, I mean, people can, you know, a lot of people would talk about the draft and who they could pick if they picked higher and all that nonsense. Not, nobody they would pick would at this point in time be better than Baker Mayfield is, um, at least for the foreseeable future. So, I hope he is back. I, I agree with you. I think that he will be. But he's, he epitomizes what this particular Bucks team is about. They're a grinding group of guys. They've been counted out many times this year. You know, it wasn't the prettiest season. It's not, you know, the prettiest nine and eight. But when they've needed big plays, when they've needed him to come through with the big play, whether it's with his legs, with his arm, whatnot, even in some of his games that statistically he didn't play particularly well, he came up with the plays. He came up with the play in the Atlanta game to Godwin late in the game. He threw the touchdown to Otten as well. You know, last week wasn't the prettiest, but he made enough plays to get it done. Uh, he also had some fantastic games like the Green Bay game, the Jacksonville game were both just outstanding games by Baker as well. So we've seen both. We've seen that he can light it up at times, but even when he hasn't, he's come up with enough plays and that's what you really, what you want in your quarterback. It's not always about how many throws you make, throughout the course of a game, but sometimes it's just about making that timely play. Yeah, and I've enjoyed watching Baker this year, and uh, really I'm hoping that he's here for, you know, the future because that would mean we don't have to use or waste a first-round draft pick on a quarterback and see how that journey goes. We're seeing how it goes right in front of our eyes. Carolina could have set their franchise back years with what they just did. And, uh, you know, obviously Texans, sure, maybe they hit a home run, but that's the point of a draft. You never damn know. And that's why for those draft calculator nerds out there that were hoping we tanked and took a kid in the first round, you truly never know. You'd rather figure it out now with Baker Mayfield. You'd rather know what you have. Control him. He loves being in Tampa regardless. He wants to be in Tampa. Obviously, Todd Bowles loves Baker Mayfield, as does Jason Light. I mean, the man signed here for $4 million. You know who made more than that this year? The Raiders backup, uh, whatever the hell his name is. Uh, Jared uh, Stidham. Yeah, Jared Stidham. He made more than Baker Mayfield this season. 
you know, Jacoby Brissett made more than him. Taylor Heineke made more than him. Andy Dalton made more than him. Laundry list of backup quarterbacks that just made more money than Baker Mayfield for whatever reason. And one of those reasons is because Baker truly wanted to play here, seeing what we had in Evans, seeing what we had in Godwin, having faith in the offensive line that starts with Tristan Worse. He thought he probably would add Jensen, but what can you do there? Regardless, Baker Mayfield surely at least given himself the fans' perspective, and the fans are loving him. I can tell you that much right now, but it rides on tonight. It's all about tonight. If Baker has a good game tonight, the fans will love him that much more. And we know how vicious fans could be. I know he's a little banged up, but uh, if he falls apart out there tonight, I'd hate to be his uh, Twitter account or his Instagram account because, you know, people sadly will be taking it to him on the social medias regardless of uh, his performance. But, fellas, before we get to Bucks bets and whatnot, I know – J-Lo, you said you had a poncho ready to roll. Uh, what are you and the crew? Is it going to rain on you fellas tonight? Is that how it's looking? Is it uh, going to be a downpour? Or uh, as Stana always says, you know, in, all right, this buff stream Facebook person, get your uh, freaking spam ad out of here. I, I can't get it off right now. But J-Lo, is it going to be raining on you fellas? Is it going to be coming down? I know it's like a Brazilian rainforest, as Stana says. So you never know, but it does look like rain is in the year. Yeah, it's looking like it's gonna rain. You know, your mother you know, Mother Nature, you know, she'd be bipolar, you know, down here in Florida on the weather. So what can you do? So what do you do? You do the smart thing, you get a poncho and just get ready to get a little wet. That's all. You know, and if not football weather. Football weather, exactly. I mean, I'd rather deal with the rain than deal with that frozen weather up in Buffalo. That looks horrible. Yeah, I'm sure you and your crew would much rather be uh where you're going tonight than going to Buffalo. I got a buddy who's a Bills fan, but he resides in the Miami area. So he always goes to, uh, you know, Buffalo, Miami games when they're in Miami. But he was like, yeah, I'm glad I ain't going to that one tonight. But if any team's going to play there, Pittsburgh isn't a bad option because they're kind of used to the cold. They're used to the snow. And since we're on that game here quick, we'll talk about that one here briefly. It is the other Monday game. It, is unfortunate the game got moved from yesterday, but it kind of worked out with the 2-2-2 two, two, two schedule, especially if you have off work today. If you don't have off work, that's probably another story. You're probably a little upset. But if you do have off work, if you're like me, it works out real well. And the Bills are heavy favorites in this one. With the snow, I don't know, 10-point favorite. To me, that's a lot. The Steelers are getting 10 uh, anytime you give Mike Tomlin 10 points in a playoff game, and I know Mason Rudolph's been their quarterback, but it's going to be snowy out there. Probably not a lot of throwing will go on regardless, and I think Najee Harris in that backfield is ready to roll tonight. I like the Steelers to keep it within a 10-point game. Real quick on the Monday, thought J-Lo, 430 Eastern, Steelers at Bills. Who you got in that one? 10-point underdog, Pittsburgh Steelers at Buffalo. Well, the question is, is T.J. Watt playing? Is he out? He's out. He's out? Okay. So, I'm going to have to go with the home team, man. Buffalo. But I like your, I like your prediction. I think I think it would be like a 10-point spread for sure. Who do the boys I'll, got? I'm going to I'm gonna take the Bills. I think James Cook in the running game. Um, he's, he's pretty hot right now. He's been getting some chunk yards uh, with that cold. I agree with you, Tampa Tone. 
Uh, we got uh, we're gonna see less passing a lot. Uh, you know, Josh Allen's gonna be Josh Allen. He's gonna be a video game character. He's gonna throw it around. But I think I think where they win the game is gonna be on the field. Definitely, definitely. I agree with you, fellas. I, I agree. I think Buffalo does win this one, and James Cook. You know, Lenny Evans down there now too. It'll be interesting to see. Playoff if, Lenny, baby. Yeah, we'll see if he's playoff Lenny or uh, cheeseburger Lenny or what Lenny shows up to that one, but. Uh, we'll see. I, I love Lenny F and I love what he brought to the base. So hopefully, you know, I, I root for the Xbox, especially if I was a fan of him. Like I was glad to see Mike Edwards get that interception for the Chiefs, although I can't stand the Chiefs. But if anyone's going to do it, hopefully it's Mike Edwards. Cats, where do you lean? Steelers at Buffalo, 430 Eastern. It's still looking like it's a damn blizzard in Orchard Park. I do like Buffalo in this game. I wouldn't be surprised if they won this one fairly easily as well, especially with T.J. Watt not playing. Uh, will be hard to throw the ball. Uh, however, Buffalo has an extra built-in advantage at their core. They can use their quarterback to run the football. Pittsburgh does not have that. With T.J. Watt not available, um, I just I don't see Pittsburgh being able to really keep up in this game. They might keep it close for a little while, though, but that's about it. Yeah, I, I definitely I, – I could see that too. If one team's going to blow someone out, it's going to be the Bills, right? So we'll see how that shakes out. As El Monito is joining on Facebook as well. Jimmy Bernard says, let's go Bucks. Salute to Bucks Nation. You as well, Jimbo Bernard. Thanks for tuning in, brother. We do appreciate you. Steppin' Peppin says, Bills 24-14. to 14. So everyone's kind of in the same ballpark there. Again, you know, I kind of like that game too. take the pressure off Monday Night Football a little bit. You get another football game in there. It's not strictly all eyes on the Bucks. Last year when we played Dallas, man, I felt like I was walking on pins and needles all day waiting for Monday Night Football. This one, eh, you know, you get Bill Steelers, little appetizer, the shittiest game of the weekend. Put it first, whatever, you know, bad weather, sprinkle it in, boom. Good entertainment factor, but I like having a game first. I know it probably doesn't matter all too much, but uh, you never know. Maybe some guys in the Bucks locker room are saying, hey, pressure's off a little bit. We're not the only game of the day either. Although last time we played Philly on a Monday, there were two Monday night games as well, so that theory could be completely debunked right there regardless, fellas. And uh, we'll see what happens, but Toe meets Leather 815 tonight for us. ESPN, Troy. Aikman, Joe Buck on the call. Not the biggest Buck and Aikman fan, but I'll tell you what. When you do hear them, you know a big game is in the air. It gives that big game feels. And something that surprised me quick we're going to get into here briefly. Bruce Arians is actually going to be on the Manning cast tonight. I'm shocked B.A. isn't going to be at the actual playoff game. Or maybe he will be at the game, but maybe he'll, you know, cut a cut out a little time to walk away and be on the Manning cast. Really not sure. But J-Lo, thoughts on... Arians being on the Manning cast and I guess maybe not being at the game. I know he's only a senior consultant now, might have been the, rubbed the wrong way with the Byron Leftwich situation, but that's long ago. That's come and gone, so I, I doubt that's it. Maybe he just figures, hey, I'll sit home and enjoy. Yeah, I mean, I kind of question it a little bit. Maybe there is some, you know, little, little drama built up with Leftwich getting let go. I know he was pretty pissed about that. You know, but at the same time, we'll never know. You know, he could be there, may not be there. But it's good for publicity, you know, for him to kind of root for the Bucks, kind of get us back on the map a little bit, you know, because you know how the local – you know how 
outside media is, you know. Oh, a guy like Florio, if he hears this, uh, geez, it would be, you know, it would be. Yeah. Him him and Christians both, man. Fuck both those guys. I don't listen to anything they got to say. They're dumbasses to me. Mm hmm. Uh, We do have a little bit of breaking news that's not the best for the Packers, as sources say Packers edge player Kingsley. And Nagbare is fair to have torn his ACL in yesterday's win over the Cowboys. So he looks like he's going to be out for the remainder of the playoffs for the Green Bay Packers right there. And, uh, yeah, we'll see if we get any other news throughout the show on any other playoff teams or suitors. Nothing yet besides uh, Mike McCarthy. Watch me know he's going to get fired. It's just a matter. He's gone. He's not if I mean that guy looked like a scared chicken nugget all night yesterday. He looked like he was ready to just go through, leave the stadium, hit Wendy's on the way home, order a Dave's <laughs> double, and just have himself a night. I I love McCarthy, and I think he's a hell of a regular season coach. But for whatever reason, the playoff lights come, and he shits the bed. I mean, kudos to the Packers as well, right? And this is what's been impressive with the Bucks and Green Bay this year. You got two of the youngest teams in football. Bucks, I believe, are the fifth youngest, and the Packers are the youngest. And they're making it look rather easy at times out there. Last night, Packers dominate. When the Bucks went to Lambeau or when the Bucks played Jacksonville, they dominated. These are young ball clubs that are taking mature steps early. Cats, you got to love that bode and well for the future when a young team shows maturity already before it's time. To me, you, you keep that core around. You keep those young players around. I mean, we have eight or nine undrafted free agents that have logged 20 to 30 or more snaps defensively or offensively this year. You just don't hear of that from a division winner that often. No, you don't. Yeah, give credit to Green Bay and um, uh, their coaching staff. Matt LaFleur uh, did a really nice job yesterday, to say the least. Um, and similarly with the Bucks, they have both Both teams were not expected to do much, really, of anything this season. Um, especially, you know, as, as a Buck fan, I was, you know, pretty conservative in what I expected this season. That's why I'm, you know, so happy with how they've done, but I just, uh, you know, when your expectations aren't very high, it makes the winning even makes it a lot easier to watch and makes the winning even sweeter, uh, to me. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you got to get buy-in from these young guys, these undrafted guys to really buy into what the coaching staff is doing. Otherwise you're not going to really have a chance with them to be successful. And I think we've seen that, um, whatever, say what you will about, about Todd Bowles, but all these young guys, he has a good way of relating to them clearly. And it, it shows on the field, in my opinion. Oh, definitely. You know, these guys are buying into what Bowles has to say. You could see it in the locker room after the game. I mean, my pops and I talk about it all the time. You never thought Tristan Wirfs would get that hyped up emotional after games. And then out of nowhere this year, it's like, boom, team captain he's the one in the heart soul after the games him and Todd Bowles are often hyping up the team getting the team ready to roll it's just great camaraderie in that locker room and J-Lo we're gonna get your thoughts here then we're gonna bump into our Bucks bet segments where we go around and uh see what we like in the world of betting on this Bucks Monday I keep forgetting it feels like a Sunday but it is Monday yeah it is man and well, it's a beautiful thing because it shortens my work week as well. So, you know, now I just got Tuesday through Friday instead of uh, Monday through Friday. But J-Lo, thoughts on the whole thing about the Bucks and uh, Packers, this youth movement, the younger guys. And I remember back in the day, Raheem Morris, our head coach, came up with a great saying, 
the Youngery Bucks is El Monito, WQEE are joining us on Facebook as well. Thanks for joining us. But JLo, thoughts on that? I mean, we do have our fair share of veterans, don't get me wrong, but the younger youth movement, you could feel it a little bit again in Tampa. This draft class was outstanding. Undrafted free agent class was outstanding. It's a good time to be a Bucks fan. No, absolutely. I definitely like the youth that's being built. And you got to remember, we got a lot of young players that were on the Super Bowl roster that know what it takes to win the big games. It just depends who's going to show up. It's either you show up, like you did against New Orleans, Green Bay, Kansas City of all teams. And you got the same coach who coached probably one of his best game plans against Kansas City. You know, it, it was remarkable. Even though Kansas City had a beat-up line, but it doesn't matter. They get paid to play football. It don't matter. But I do like the youth we got going on. I think Bowles has done a pretty terrific job building up some of these drafted players, especially the undrafted one, like Izzy and stepping up to the plate. You know, you got to give Bulls his flowers on that. You know, and like I told you yesterday or the day or the last pod or the other pod, you know, it's a halo relationship with Todd. But you got to give Jason White, you know, executive of the year. I mean, this man had the worst cap chase to work with. And he had his team together. We were able to bring the cap down, free up cap space for players. And they want to be here. These players want to be here. It's not like what it was in the past where – some of these players are ready to go golfing and give up, you know, back in the day. You know, these players want to play for Bulls, and he's very respected on the roster. And that is why I feel like his job is safe no matter what the outcome comes tonight. You know, the difference is between him and Mike McCarthy is McCarthy, I don't think, has a lot of the players, you know, you know, on the same page compared to Bulls. I think Bulls is locked in, ready to go, get these young kids ready. And sometimes having the youth movement is good when you have the right coach. And I feel like we have it. You know, we just got to, you know, one game at a time. You know, I know people are focusing, oh, yeah, Detroit. No, 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 no. One game at a time. Focus on the Eagles. Get these young butts ready to go. You know, and let's get some ass, man. Put these put these fucking Philly, you know, player, players and team out of here. Get them out. Out of my stadium. And you know what? I'm looking around at Bucks Bets tonight, and we're going to shift into that as well and feel free to, you know, get the crew involved, get – you know, multiple opinions with you, J-Lo, and your guys there. But I love this one. Co'Keefe touchdown tonight. If you put $10 on Co'Keefe to score a touchdown tonight, and he does, you win $290 for a little $10 bet that would pay $290. And I don't think he has great odds, but it's playoff time. And you know what they do in the playoffs? They pull out plays that are a little uncommon. They pull out things that will get you over the top a little bit. And I could see some good play design being in the works for Co'Keefe tonight. To me, those odds are insane. $290 for a $10 bet if he gets into the end zone. I like those a little bit. You know, that's some good money. Even a $5 bet wins you $145 for that. That ain't a bad little risk right there at all. So uh, we'll start with you, J-Lo and company. Who would you – these odds are about even. If you put $10 on either of these guys, we'll get your $10 back. Rashad White or Mike Evans? Who would you rather bet on scoring a touchdown tonight? J-Lo and company will start with you guys first. I got to go with Mike. I think Mike's going to go off tonight. You know, but Rashad White can go off too, but Mike's been on fire this year. You know, he's been pretty much our best offensive player besides White, Baker. So I got I got to go with Mike Evans on this one. How about you? Who, who I'm, I'm going to have to agree with him there. Once we get in that red zone, 
it's almost like a 99% chance Mike's going to get the ball thrown his way. Um, I mean, fade, fade routes to Mike Evans in the back of the end zone. How do you beat that? You can't beat that. I mean, Rashad will get us down the field. He's going to do his workload. But I think once you get in that red zone, you got to look for Mike. He's he's that guy. Yeah, I agree with you there. Is he's had an incredible year. And before the year started, I'll never forget J.C. Allen saying, hey, Mike Evans looks like a man on a mission. He looks like he's primed to have a better year than he's ever had before. And a lot of people were like, really, with all the great years Mike's had? Well, man, this guy looks incredible this year. He's only had one egregious drop off the top of my head that I remember, which is really good for his standards. And, uh, you know, that's his one bugaboo. He drops easy ones sometimes. But this year hasn't happened too much outside of one time I remember. And, man, he's made some of the most difficult catches this season. And he's really helped Baker get to that 4,000-yard mark and earn that next contract. And, once again, him and Godwin over 1,000 yards on the year. Speaking of Chris Godwin, Cats, would you bet on Chris Godwin getting a touchdown? $10 bet would win you $19.50 if Godwin finds his way into the end zone. Actually, I would take that bet. I actually like that one. Yeah, I would. I think that's a, I think that's a nice payout for 10 bucks. I agree with that. And Godwin, you know, it's playoff time. I could see an end around happening in the goal line area to a guy like Godwin. I know my man Dave Canales, and I freaking love Dave Canales. I want to run through a wall for that guy. If you haven't watched the latest in the current yet, make sure you do. It's interesting. In the beginning, he gives all the kudos and flowers to Pete Carroll, but then right at the end, he says, I got pissed off. You know, Seattle kept getting these offensive coordinators. They passed up on me twice. I got a little upset about that. And you could see the emotion in Canales. You know, he he got teary-eyed over Todd Bowles one time. It's like, I love that guy, man. It's such a feel-good story. And that's another reason why I hope the Bucks win. If Todd Bowles stays around Tampa, I think that actually increases Canales' chance of sticking around. Because if the Bucks get a new head coach, Canales love Bowles so much. I could see Canales making a lateral move elsewhere, perhaps. Hey, maybe Seattle then calls him and says, hey, we got your OC opening. So to me, retaining Todd Bowles helps retain Canales as well, at least for next year. Again, we've talked about his head coach status. One day he'll be a great head coach. I don't think that's in 2024. But now we're going to go with who do you think of these three guys? Who would you bet here, J-Lo? K-Dot and Trey Palmer. Chase Edmonds. If you bet $10 on Otten to score, it'd be $34. If you bet 10 on Trey Palmer to score and he does, it'd be $39. If you bet 10 on Chase Edmonds to score and he does, you'd get $42 back. What of those three bets would you make? Otten, Palmer, Edmonds. Oh, man, it's a tough one. <laughs> if, I had, if, I had, if I was a betting man, I, I'll have to go with Kate Otten, man, the red zone. But then again, Trey Palmer, man, he's been pretty much a favorite target for Baker Mayfield lately especially getting into the end zone. So, but I'll go with Kadon. Give me Kadon. I think I think I would bet on him scoring over the other two. What does the room say? I'm going to have to I'm going to have to take Trey Palmer here. I mean, he's been getting his majority of targets um like to JLo's point there. Uh he's getting Baker's trusting him. Uh and and to go back to your point of those young guys, that's a young guy that's stepping up. Um yeah, he's had a couple drops in the last couple weeks, but um, I think, you know, get him catch and run, one of the fastest men on the field. I'm, I'm going to take Trey Palmer on that one. 
And I like to call him big play Trey because it seems like whenever Trey does get a reception, it's either going for a first down or a touchdown or a clutch hard catch over the middle. So, you know, they might not come as often as they will next year, you know, when he develops a little bit more. But when he does bring it down, it's, you know, usually for damage. I like that a lot. Cats, we're going to give you the long shot odds out of these long shots. Who would you take to score a touchdown? And these are some decent odds. If you put $10 on David Moore, remember, he almost uh, spiked it a little too early against Green Bay before he got to the end zone. But if you put 10 on David Moore to score, you'd win 110. If you put 10 on Devin Tompkins, you'd win 130. And if you put 10 on Payne Durham, you'd win 180. And if you put 10 on Rakim Jarrett, you'd win 240. So out of David Moore, Devin Tompkins, Payne Durham, or Kim Jarrett, long shot guys, cats. I think I'd lean David Moore. Who would you go with? I'd lean towards Payne Durham. A lot of times the unlikely second and third tight ends are the ones that when you're down near the goal line, no one expects you to throw them the ball, and they're the ones that end up with the ball. Similarly to Coquie, we mentioned, who has won this year, and Payne Durham nearly had one against, um, against Jacksonville. He made that great leaping catch. So if I were to pick one of those long shots, I would go with Payne Durham. Yeah, Durham has a couple catches on the year, but he always seems to catch them at the goal line, and they always seem to be big grabs and good targets. He's a huge red zone target. So he's a big dude in general, man. He's a bit he's a big dude. Like when I see him wear eighty seven, he reminds me a lot of Ron Gronkowski. I'm not trying to compare, but that's what I see that one time in Jacksonville when he, I guess Jacksonville made when he made that catch. I was like, Rob? No, 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 it's Payne Durham. I'm gonna get too excited. <laughs> <laughs> is that Rob back for no, but no, but I, hey, I literally but, almost got excited, and that wasn't the alcohol kicking in. I promise. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like this. I'm like, no, 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 I am. J Lo, you and the crew are going to round out our touchdown scores before we move on to our next bets. Would you rather put ten dollars on Co Keith to try and win that two hundred ninety dollars, or ten dollars on Baker Mayfield to get? Not a throwing touchdown, but any other type of touchdown to win you $60. Would you rather go for the home run with Keith, or would you rather go for a rushing or fumble recovery sort of touchdown with Baker Mayfield to net you 60 mm, That's a tough one. Give me Keefe. I let Keefe, man, in the red zone, do a little sneak play, a little toss. That's just me, man. <laughs> that's a tough one. Cause I, Baker not throwing the ball, that's, that's, a, tough, that's a tough ask. As somewhat of a new gambling man, uh, you know, I got to go with my gut on that one. And I'm going to take Baker scrambling in. Like push, said, push. You get a, you get a breakdown. <laughs> you get a breakdown of a play near the, near the goal line. Um, you've seen the tough runs this year from Baker Mayfield where he gets those couple extra yards. I can see him reaching for a pylon um, and getting a rushing touchdown today over Coquif. Maybe, a, you know, not, a man who doesn't get a ton of targets. Getting put, in the end zone. Put your weight Angry on, run. Put your weight on. <laughs> Angry run, man. Remember, he got the T-shirt from uh, NFL Network. That's incredible. Yeah, I, I'd probably go with Baker as well. But that Coquif one's enticing. Even throwing a dollar on it to maybe win $29. You know, it's like crazy, those odds. And He's only scored once this year, once last year. But you never know if they say it ain't SoCo at the goal line, you know, that I remember being – I was at that Cleveland game when he scored his first touchdown, and it's one of those Madden plays that worked all the time, play action, fullback flat, right? That's all you do with Keith. You just hope that it would happen if you do bet on him coming this one. But catch from touchdowns to yardage, we're going to shift to you now, my man. 
Total passing and rushing yards combined by Baker Mayfield over under is set at 243.5. Do you think Baker gets over the 243.5 passing and rushing yard mark? That's a high number. Um, Reason why, especially in this weather, that doesn't mean I don't think he can, and that doesn't mean that I think that if he doesn't, that we won't win the game. But I I wouldn't bet the over on that one. Yeah, you know, it's going to be a little rainy and slippery there. They might use Rashad and Edmonds and those guys a lot tonight, and we'll see how that shakes out. But Baker might be on the move a lot on the ground too then tonight. So, you know, maybe you get, like we did against Atlanta in uh, October, maybe you get a 40, 50-yard scamper out of Baker. You never really know out there. Uh, You know, as J-Lo and company said, he's – one of those nitty-gritty guys who at the goal line might be able to pull it down and wiggle a little bit. So I'm interested I'm interested to see, excuse me, <clears throat> how Baker uses his legs tonight to his advantage and tries to get some good old tough running yards out there. J-Lo receiving yards. Mike Evans over under 69.5 receiving yards. Do you think Evans gets the over under 69.5? Easy. Over. <laughs> Over. Easy. The man's going to have 100 yards receiving tonight. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm guessing. I'll, I'll ask the room, your buddy, a different one then. Chris Godwin. 54 and a half over under receiving yards for Godwin. I'm taking over on that. I mean, it, the guy catches everything thrown his way, whether it's cross the middle up the sideline. Um, he's a big chunk play guy. I'm taking Chris Godwin over on that as well. I agree. I think both of those are very enticing. I lean over on both of those easily as well. Cats, you get K-Dot in 24.5 receiving yards over under for K-Dot. Yeah, I'm going to go over on that. I don't see him having a big game, but I think over 24.5, I I think I'd go over on that. J-Lo, same over under yardage total for Trey Palmer. Trey Palmer over under 24.5. Hmm. You know what? Put put it over. I think I think Baker's gonna be throwing the ball a lot tonight. I think he's gonna go out to that secondary if we can't get the ball in the counter run. So give me give me over on Trey Palmer. And then Rashad White for your buddy. Rashad White twenty two and a half over under rushing yards twenty two and or receiving yards. I'm sorry, Rashad White. Uh, the the man's a workhorse. I mean, I know we're taking massive overs right here. Um, in a rainy, uh, cold game for Tampa Bay. Um, but I'm going to take the over on that. He catches so many screen passes. Uh, he, he's a do-it-all type of guy. Um, but yeah, I'll take that over pretty easy. And it wouldn't be a great old Bucks pod without some Bucks overs and Bucks bets, right? Uh, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, I'd, I'd like a lot of the overs as well tonight. It's hard not to. And whether it's a rain adjusting him a little bit or just them thinking Eagles defense is going to come to play. To me, a lot of these seem a little lower than they should be, especially the Evans, Godwin, Rashad White. I mean, Rashad White could get that in one screen pass, 22 and a half yards, you know, like he has before this year. Plenty of times we've seen him take one against Tennessee for 30, 40 yards to the house. So, you know, man ankles, he, he, he put somebody on the, on the, on the shelf this year and man breaks ankles, get them in the open. I guarantee you, He's going to get you at least 30, 40 yards easy. This is kind of funny. You could bet on who gets the first catch of the game tonight. It's between Bucks or Eagles, so, you know, it's tough. It takes a coin flip into consideration and all that stuff. But 
if you put $10 on Mike Evans to be the one who catches a pass first tonight, you'd win $55. That's kind of intriguing right there. You just hope for the Bucks to get it first, but you never know how that might shake out. We're going to move on to rushing yards now. Cats, Mayfield over nine and a half rushing yards. I would pound that. I think that's easy. I'm pounding the over, but what say you, Cats? Mayfield over nine uh, and a half. Yeah, I would go over on that one as well. Usually just by accident, he'll end up scrambling a few times. Uh, so, yeah, I would go over nine and a half. Only way you could get fucked there is if Bucks are winning and they need the ball like three times at the end, right, where he's at like 14 or 15 yards, then three kneel downs might get him to that eight or nine yard mark bullshit. But I like that nine and a half a lot too. J-Lo, I think I like this one too. Rashad White, 64 and a half over under rushing yards. Oh, man. Man, Tony, you get me a good one there. That one's tough. Uh, sorry, but I say under. I like him catching the ball more, receiving, and getting outbreaks, but I could be wrong. I, I hope they prove me wrong, but I think it's going to be under. I see him getting more scrimmage yards by catching the ball, maybe get a couple big runs, but with that Eagles front, that front line, and especially when we run the ball up the middle, I just don't like our chances. And then Rashad White over under 89 and a half rushing and receiving yards combined. What's Pound the it. room? Pound it. Pound it. Bingo. I love that because he could get 50 receiving yards and 45 rushing yards. You know, like you could easily slice and dice it up. I always try when I'm betting yardage totals on running backs. I always try and look for receiving and rushing combined totals because, you know, that would piss me the hell off if, you know, I've bet Derrick Henry over before and it's like one game that he gets bottled up. It's like 10 carries for like 30 yards, but then he has a screen catch for like 80 yards. And it's like, oh, well, you know, his running totals at 80, but his receiving running totals at 89 and a half, you might as well you know, get that nine and a half yard difference. And it's very rare where those guys don't make up the receiving game, but Vegas likes to play mind games with us. So, you know, they're always trying to pull a quick one or two is JLo co Tampa tones and cats here for a little longer. We're almost done with bucks bets and we're going to get to our one big thing and walk offs for the big old Monday night football slate. JLo. Chase McLaughlin, six and a half kicking points over under six and a half. It's going to be raining out there. If it wasn't raining, I'd easily say over six and a half. But eh, what say you in the room? That's a very tough one. That's the one thing I think we haven't seen this year, him kicking the rain as much. I think Carolina, when they came down, I think he got one field goal, if I'm not mistaken. But you know what? I say over. I think, I think I'm pretty confident in this kid. This kid has been – pretty much doing really well making his kits all season long, even from long yardage. I mean, I think that's key. That's another thing I applaud Jason Light putting his bet on. So, yeah, give me six points for him. Over. What does the room think? Um, You know, I you know, I hate to say it, but uh, we've been not great in the red zone. Um, so, if we get close enough, we fail in the red zone. Um, I'll take that over as well. I think Chase has been uh, a lock from close and he's been and he's been very good from long now in the rain obviously there's questions but uh yeah i can see him see him hitting two and, and then an extra point to hit that over that's actually my player of the game today because i think he's going to make a big kick or two and i think we're going to win anywhere from the one to eight point range mark the one score win and uh you know it'll be that close of a margin where 
whatever ball leaves the foot of chase, whether it's extra point or field goal, it could make the difference in the game. So I think the game will be won on chase's legs somehow is, uh, you know, JLo and company says for better, or for worse, we stall out in the red zone a lot, but that's where having a guy like Chase McLaughlin comes in handy is, you know, that reliability of at least, hey, if you're within 59-yard field goal, you do have a shot at three, right? It's not just doom and gloom, and as much as I loved Ryan Suckup and the likes of him in years past here in Tampa, he was automatic probably from within 40, but hell, anything over 40 would suck up was a coin flip. I'd rather, you know, get the longevity of the length of the kick up a little bit and give a field goal opportunity to a guy like Chase instead of just punting it away. But Cats, we're on to tackles now. Levante David over under eight and a half tackles. Cats, do you think Levante gets over under eight and a half? Yeah, I'm going to go over on that. Um, the Eagles, one of, uh, I think, are going to look to run the football quite a bit in this game uh, with A.J. Brown out and given the weather. Um, they always do look to try to run the ball, and I, I like Levante to have a big game. J-Lo and Co., Devin White, four and a half tackles. I think that's over all day. I'm going to take that. Tough. Very, very tough. No no, no faith in 45. I, I like that four and a half mark for him because – I think he's going to be playing a lot of one-on-one with Jalen Hurts, or at least I would hope today, you know, I hope he's going to be spying him in the rain. That's the way I look at it. Keep spy, and hopefully he's more healthier than he was the last time they faced each other. So, I know, I say go over. I think he's motivated. He did call the fact that we were going to play the Eagles again during, like when we last lost to them. So, I like his confidence. Give me four and a half over. What, and then we're going to give the room a different one. Antoine Winfield Jr., six and a half tackles over under six and a half for the NFL All-Pro voted on by the Associated Press. Antoine Winfield, six and a half. I mean, I got to start. I mean, I know you guys have talked about it on the past, but the snub on the Pro Bowl, I mean, this guy, he's a jack of all trades. I mean, you could probably put him at punt returner and he might take one to the house. Um, so, and he covers sideline to sideline faster than any human being I've ever seen. Um, and you know, those, those tackles, those forced fumbles against, uh, the Falcons and the Panthers right at the, uh, right at the goal line just proves that he, he can make a tacker tackle anywhere on the field on any other player in this league. So over six and a half for Antoine, uh, I think this defense is going to come out ready to play. I, I, I mean, I would even smash the over with uh, Devin White. I think, um, to our point of uh, it's a playoff game, and these guys have been there before. Devin's been there. Antoine's been there. They know what it takes, and they're going to go out there, and they're going to show it today. I think that was perfectly said. You know, Winfield's made so many great plays for us this year. It's really incredible because – it feels like you're never out, even when they're breaking away on a long pass play. It's like, all right, maybe a 1% chance of Winfield coming up and peanut punching this thing out, and we've seen it two or three times already, and really incredible with that guy back there. I, I like his over, and I like Devin White's over as well. I think both of those are pretty damn good bets. Cats, we're going to give you the first sack. Will Shaq get a sack? Over half a sack. So if Shaq gets a sack, you put 10 on it, you win $22 on it. Do you think Shaq Barrett gets a sack tonight? You know, he he hasn't had the greatest season, but we've seen him show up in the playoffs in a big way before. I'm going to I'm going to go over on that one. I think he'll get one. I think that's a good risk. 20 $10 for $22 regardless. 
J-Lo, yeah, 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 Diaby, the standout rookie from Louisville. He's been incredible. I remember when we drafted him, I looked him up on Instagram. I was like, holy shit. I mean, he, this guy looked buff. His arm looked like it was, you know, as big as my abdomen in general. It's like, damn, man, this guy lives in the weight room. You know, he had a record year at Louisville last year. He came over. Some people said, oh, third round. The draft nerds, once again, pulled their calculators out, said third round was too high, and yeah, yeah. All that shit's bullshit. You know, you draft who you want to draft, and he's been great. Last time against the Eagles, he only logged 25 snaps in a reserve role. This week, he's going to play a lot more. Over, under, half a sack for Yaya Diaby. $10 would win you $16 if he gets a sack. And the great Scott Reynolds said, Yaya Diaby. I like over. I know they call him sub-zero, which is cool. I like it. But when I first saw him, I was like, holy shit, bro. We got fucking Debo on the team, bro. He's got some <laughs> lunch money out there on the training camp field. Like, this, this man, this man's massive, man. He's just been really underrated. And he's starting he started to make a lot of noise. I think Peter Schrager from Good Morning Football really loved that man a lot for him to get rookie of the year. I mean, over. I mean, I'm, I'm seeing big things out of him. And big, give me Joe Tranchienko tag teaming with them. I think they're motivating each other. You know, they're workhorses. Like even Joe Tranchienko has gotten a little bit better since he's been in the reserve, yes. mo- you know, mode, which I like. So yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, underrated. Glad you can't see underrated. I mean, we we got a pretty underrated defense, man. And these guys didn't really play as much last time we played the Eagles. So let's see, you know, just we're trying to rub the gut against those guys. We get a Derek Brooks shout out, one of the best, Derek Brooks. Uh good alum right there, Eric Greasman. Eric OG right there, man. Look at that. Uh, you know, the Bucks from their legendary defense in 02 when we shut down the vet. I wish this gambling was that prominent back then. I would have loved a lot of these odds and so forth and whatnot. For the room, Kalaja Kansi over half a sack. 310 odds. So if you bet $10 on Kansi to get a sack and he does, you'd win $31. How does the room feel about Kalijah Kansi? I I feel like if he would have had a full season just like Yaya had a full season, I, I think we'd be talking to him in the same regard that we are talking about Yaya for Rookie Defensive Player of the Year. Um, and I think he's just gotten healthier as the weeks have gone on. Uh, so half a sack. I think um, I think the Eagles have a great offensive line. Um, and I think we also bring to the table a lot of young defense alignment that can get to the quarterback. And I think Kansi uh, can definitely get in on there and get a half a sack uh, today. I definitely think that could happen. I love Kansi. The Kansi man can. That's how I view it. He is a beast. Him and Yaya up there. I mean, man, I think you hit the nail on the head again. I think he'd be a rookie of the year candidate. And again, I always go back to him on Ronnie and T crash and that motivated me and pumped me up when they were like, how does it feel to chase around Bryce Young? And he goes, no, Bryce Young is going to have to see me twice a year and really stated his ground there and said, hey, he should be fair to me, not me fair and Bryce Young. I loved every minute of that with Kalijah Kansi. Right then and there, I knew the big man was going to be a great nab, and he's been nothing short of great to this point. Cats, you get the great JTS. Joe Tryon over under half a sack. $10 would win you 31 as J-Lo said, I, I love the role, and I love the way that JTS has been playing of late. You know, he's been playing more of that hybrid linebacker. You see him dropping back a little bit. But when he attacks the quarterback, he has his most sacks ever this year, five and a half, including that big-time play last week's game 
would seal us the deal. Cats, would you bet on Joe trying to get a sack this week? Yeah, ten ten dollars to win thirty thirty one. You said that's a pretty. I think that's a good bet to take. Um, so yeah, I would I would take the I would take the over on that one. I love that. And then JLo, you're going to close us out with sacks. Vita Vea over under half a sack. Ten dollars would win twenty six dollars for the big man. Man, I love me some Vita Vea, man. I really do. But I really think they're going to be double teaming that man tonight. I like Canty get more of a better chance to get to the quarterback than Vita Vea. But you never know. I mean, he surprised me a couple seasons ago when they went to Philly and he got after him. I mean, it's just tough. I I have to say under. I just think he's going to be double teamed a lot, especially with Philly running the ball more in the rain. It wouldn't surprise me if he doesn't get the half step. I think he'll get pressure, but when you're getting double teamed, that's, that's a tough ask. And he's been taking off the field a little bit more lately, which concerns me. Is he too gassed? And he's another soldier that's been fighting all year. I mean, he's been battling all kinds of injuries. Toe, shoulder, calf. I mean, this guy, no one talks about He's a soldier, too. Don't ever underestimate those Samoans. Those dudes can freaking – I mean, they can play. So, I'm thinking there's something going on. I think he's been – I think he's been not really injured, but hurt. You know, I beat up a little bit to where they, they double-team him and we need the young bucks to step in there and help him out. So I say under for Vita Vea. Even though I love the man to death, I love you, Vita Vea. I promise. I'm sorry about your Huskies losing. It is what it is. But anyway, I go under. <laughs> A lot of old Huskies on that Bucks team. Kate Otten, JTS, Vita Vea. You know, we had Benning Potoai for a little bit. He was a Husky as well. So Bucks are on deep in Husky ties. Now we're going to go around the room with us four. J-Lo, the room, Cats, and myself. There's six guys. It, it cracks me up for interception. They always list random guys. Today, Bucks happen to have six guys listed with odds. Eagles only three. How the hell they come up with that, I'm not sure. But They hate us, man. Oh, they don't like us. Yeah, we're going to go around and say who we would bet on and who, you know, there's all different odds. So if you put $10 on Carlton Davis to get an interception and he does, you'd win 73 Same with Christian Izzy and $10 to win 73 same with Winfield, ten dollars to win seventy-three. Jamal Dean, if you bet ten dollars to get an interception, you would win ninety dollars. And I never know why this guy's listed, but Ryan Neal, if you bet ten dollars on Ryan Neal to get an interception, <laughs> you'd win ninety dollars as well. And then Devin White, I kind of like these. Ten dollars on Devin White if he gets an interception would win you a hundred and ten dollars. That's not too bad of a little one. He got one last time against the Eagles, but out of Carlton Davis, Christian Izian, Winfield, Jamel Dean, the great Ryan Neal, and Devin White. J-Lo, we'll start with you. Who would you bet to get an interception? They're all pretty good returns. Ryan Neal, not. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, aren't you wearing his jersey to the game, didn't you say? What, 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 what? Ryan Neal? Yeah, I know you got a Neal jersey hiding somewhere in your closet. Maybe a Mark Barron that I got rid of years ago, but I don't, I don't, have, I don't have no Ryan Neal. Oh, oh, yeah, it must be on the way still. No, he's got a Chris Conti jersey. Don't let him fool you. <laughs> J-Lo's got Chris Conti, EJ Biggers, Myron Lewis, Ryan Neal, Albert Mack, and uh, a couple other good soldiers. Every time I hear EJ Biggers, it really takes me back to wearing – it was really hard being a Bucks fan. And he was not very liked here in Tampa at all. But on a serious note, give me Devin White. I think he was pretty pissed that he wasn't able to freaking run at full speed and take to the house last time. So give me 
Give me Devin White. What does the room say? Would you have Devin White, Christian Izzy, and Ryan Neal, Jamel Dean, Antoine Winfield, or Carlton Davis? Uh, I'm going to take Jamel Dean. I think uh, coming back healthy, I mean, he's a great second quarter. He plays great uh, opposite side of the field of Carlton Davis. Uh, me and J-Lo were talking about it last night. Carlton's just a shutdown corner. He's not the best hands. Uh, you know, we've seen him drop many interceptions. Uh, so give me Jamel Dean. I think, uh, once again, one of those guys that was on that Super Bowl roster, made big plays in the playoffs then. Um, and I think he it's his time to come show up. And uh, we're, we're, we're facing a depleted Eagles second or a wide receiving core um, with A.J. Brown down. Um, I think Carlton uh, is Devontae playing. Is Devontae in? Yeah. He, he should be playing. I think yeah, he's, he's in. Playing. Yeah. So I think Carlton probably shades or shadows uh, Devontae a little bit. And I think um, I think Jamel's going to have an opportunity to go get one tonight. I love don't that. Make but... it's just... Don't make a scene. It's Jamel it's Dean. Dean. <laughs> Fucked out. No, I call him Dino. Come on, Dino. Dino. Fucking pick. The great Dino. Whatever the hell you call him. Just get a That's pick, buddy. I met him at uh, the Arians Family Foundation golf out, and that guy never isn't smiling, Jamel Dean. He's always smiling. i never seen him not smiling. It's like Carlton Davis has, you know, the stone-cold killer look on his face, and then Jamel Dean has the kid in a candy store look on his face. They bring such a, you know, Murphy Bunting was kind of like Dean, too, always just smiling, giggling, kid in candy store. But I love the Jamel Dean pick. Cats, what say you? I think I know where you're leaning, but... I want to hear it from you. Carlton, Izzy, and Winfield Dean, the great Ryan Neal, or Devin White? You know, it, these are interesting options, but it, it's very hard for me to not pick Antoine Winfield Jr. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to pick Winfield. <laughs> He's and... just playing too well right now. If, if those are my choices, i got to go with the guy who's just playing all around such great football uh, right I see, now. I'm I see sure the Eagles... for you, Cats. Yeah. I'm sure the Eagles don't want to, you know, want to see him near the football because he makes such great plays on the football. But that's my that's my op- my choice right there. I don't have to hesitate either. I love that. Eric says, let's get a big guy pick six. Could you imagine just Kalijah Cansey house in one or something like that? And speaking of big guy pick six, you got to watch if the Bucks are ever spiking it today. Jalen Carter on the Eagles does the thing where he dives down and tries mm-hmm. to intercept the spiked passes. So you got to watch out for big guy interceptions. If Baker's ever in a chance to spike the ball, watch out for that damn Jalen Carter trying to dive down and cause some mayhem. But I'm going with Carlton Davis because mm-hmm. we've seen it the second half of the year, right? Against Indianapolis, he got that pick couple weeks back against Green Bay. He almost had that pick six. He was ruled down. He is getting his timing down in terms of jumping the ball. Don't forget about Atlanta. He got that sneaky play in Atlanta. Got that interception. Get put in score position. He might surprise us. As Robert Rue says, yep. So Robert's agreeing. But, you know, I was between Christian Izzian and him, and I like Izzian's craft, you know, after they paid that big Charlie's rookie dinner bill. So, you know, I, give me uh, – Carlton Davis, though, and I know we're running a little long here, so we're going to get to our final couple of things here on the Bucketeers pregame show for Eagles Bucks Monday Night Football. We got JLo and company, all the boys in the house, which is awesome. People traveling in from three plus hours away. That's Bucks ball right there. That's how we do. We raise the fucking flags. You got Eagles fans that 
live in Tampa and think they're cool and hope they, Fuck them. yeah, well, I can't say what I hope on here, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I hope, I hope, to, no, no, time. fuck him is one thing, but, uh, I got a little more in the tank, but I won't go there. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, I'm about to say, I, said, I won't you know, go there. I, I got potty mouth too for days. I cuss like a sailor. Remember hey, I as long as, uh, you know, the youngins aren't around, cheers, you know. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm off, I'm off baby duty today. My oldest, you know, she, she's, a, she's a good girl. We're you know, Buccaneers she's... for a reason. They're, exactly. <laughs> we got thoughts we, that probably should go on set. We get the Pirates booty, you know. <laughs> now, literally, my boy Tones, he knows how to party, and he knows how to get loud at the stadium. <laughs> Between him and his fan, bro, my ears were ringing, which is a good thing, which is a good thing. We need well, those yeah, guys tonight. You had the um. You had the unpleasurey business of sitting directly in front of me, so. No, hey, no, that's a good thing, though. It motivated me. It said when that lady looked at me when I was cursing, and then that, and that little kid down there kind of stared at me. I'm like. Yeah, it's like, yeah, keep your kid at home then, lady. It's like, we don't got time for mean mugging in Buck Stadium. If a Bucks fan ever tries to do that to me, it's like, you want to pay for my ticket? Then you could control what I say or do. If you ain't going to pay for my ticket, and move on all right we weren't being disrespectful we weren't you know being eagles or titans jackasses but anyways fellas let's get you guys ready i know you guys got a lot of uh living up to do i'm jealous of you guys and i hope we really get a detroit date next week as i would be there but fellas j-lo and the rest of the room one big thing to look out for tonight on monday night football what's your one thing where you're watching tonight you're tuning in and you're thinking to yourself hey I want to see blank happen, and this will help the Bucks get victory on Monday Night Football. JLo, we'll start with you. Oh, or, or we'll let the room go. Let, let, yeah, let go, the room go, go. go ahead, Hayden. Throw it out there, bro. Um, my one big thing is we shut down the run today. We shut down DeAndre Swift. Uh, those young guys on the line, Vita Vea, those plug those holes. We tackle. Uh, it's going to be a slippery game with the rain. Um, so it's it'll be a big challenge for the for the crew, but. Uh, we shut down that run game I, I just from the past couple weeks. I mean, you can see it from the Eagles. That passing game is just not really there. Uh, so my my one big thing is shutting down the run. We do that. I think we come out of this victorious. Uh, as long as Baker stays healthy, doesn't get too banged up, we protect him. Uh, we don't have to see Kyle come into the game. Um, and, yeah, my one big thing, shut down that run, and, and we're moving on to, to D- Detroit. And I think if we win today, man, we might need some good luck from Hayden the rest of the way in the playoff run. If we win today, if we lose, well, nice knowing. No, I'm kidding. But Hayden, you're hey, I'll speaking... just hop in the comments and keep bringing in those, those vibes. <laughs> yeah, you're speaking great truths to me, my man. Running game, huge. I gashed us for over 200 yards in September. And really hard to believe that the Bucks let anyone run like that because we were a top five rushing defense in totality this year, but those damn Eagles with the tush push Jalen Hurts and company and uh, Travis Kelsey's angry brother who stormed off their podcast, uh, you know, I'm Jason Kelsey, just clown show. Anyways, J-Lo, one big thing to look out for on tonight's game. I think Hayden hit it nail head, but if you had to pick something, what is it? No, I mean, Hay was pretty on point, you know, shut down the run. I was going to say that. And also be on the lookout for Dallas Goddard. I think he could be a dangerous target if, you know, like a safety blanket for Jalen Hurts if he does throw the ball. So that's where Levante comes in. Boggle offense. Get Mike and Chris the fucking ball. Get them the ball as much as possible. Attack that secondary like they slapped your mama. 
You just pick <laughs> apart that secondary. That's all you got to do. Protect Baker. Don't make him run as much. Canales, you're the man. I know you got a good game plan going. This is where you throw it all out there. Just get out there. Beat this so-called defending NFC conference champion team. And that's all they got to do, man. I mean, I just see Mike and Chris, they get the ball. They're going to put a lot of heat on the secondary. But as far as defense, I'm with Hayden, you know, shut down the run, keep Swift behind the line of scrimmage, and then punch Jason Kelsey in the mouth, fucking prick. (laughs) Cats, one big thing for you to look out for tonight, brother. Yeah, I was going to say control the line of scrimmage, especially defensively. Don't let them run the football. But also, mainly, really important, protect the football. Don't turn the ball over. Um, last time we, you know, you saw in the New Orleans game, we had a hard time. We we turned the ball over. We lost the game. If you don't turn the ball over and give them short fields, I really like our chances. Because in the earlier meeting, I believe we had turned it over at least once against them, if not twice. I know we created one as well, and then we gave it right back, um, which led to points for the Eagles. So, you know, obviously, it's going to be slippery out there so you know turnovers always are big especially in a in a game where weather is a factor so don't turn the football over and i like our chances yeah i I like that one as well my one big thing to look out for is going to be getting pressure on jalen hurts i think if we could fortify the pressure and keep him in a spy as well pressure but spy pressure but spy if you let him loose if you let jalen hurts get out of there he can't beat you throwing it this year, at least, especially without A.J. Brown. So, you know, force him to beat you throwing it. Put more guys in that box. Put Devin White one-on-one with him in the spy. Put outside contains on him if need. But let his arm beat you and make sure you really shut down Jalen in terms of running the football. And I don't care how you do it. I don't care if it causes extra guys and you leave guys one-on-one. I'm confident, as Hayden and J-Lo alluded to, you could put Carlton on Devontae Smith, and then you could put, you know, a guy like Winfield or Devin White maybe on Dallas Goder at times. And then, really, it's, uh, you know, Hurts against the world at that point. So shut down Jalen Hurts, see what the hell could happen, and I think you're going to be victorious as it's time for a final word uh gene decker off would say touchdown kda in tampa bay touchdown kda and we'll see if that comes to fruition tonight j-lo final word from you my friend and the room hayden and the guys before you guys start adventuring throughout the town who knows where the hell you'll end up tonight if we win maybe ybor maybe soho <laughs> maybe water street maybe at uh well we'll save the other places for later fellas What is it going to be? Final word of the program. Final word is we will be there, whether it rains or not. Ain't a little rain going to scare me, or maybe more rain, just depends. But, you know, have faith, Buck fans. This is a very big game, and I hope to see most of you out there in the stadium. Less green, and then that stupid song, just cover your ears, cut a fart, throw it at them, whatever you got to do. Fuck the Eagles, you know, don't let them come in our city, intimidate us. At the end of the day, they are a one-show pony, and they're not as as threatening as they were last time we saw them. And let's get the dub. Let's go to Detroit. Go Bucks. What does the room have to say? Hayden, thanks for joining, brother. I'm looking forward to the playoff vibes. Uh, It's my first playoff game, first Monday night game. We're going to have the red lights going, the red red LEDs. We got the red end zones painted up. Um, we just got to bring it. It's not just uh, those men on the field. The crew has to be loud. They got to know we're there for them. We can't be letting those fly, go fly, stupid ass song going on. 
Um, and uh, as long as uh, as we we go show out for them, they'll show out for us. And uh, and best believe we're going to be doing that. Yes, sir. I love it. I love it. I love it, man. Fly Eagle. Fuck that song, man. F U C K U Eagle. Yep. My fucking remix. All I want to hear is B U C C A N E E R S. Go Bucks all night long. Cats. Final word for you, brother. And uh, what do you got? Final word. Are we going to be dating Detroit next Saturday or Sunday? Or no, it's Sunday. Yes. I think it'd be Sunday at three, actually. Yes, we are. And fuck the Eagles and their shithead fans, especially the ones that live here. <laughs> My man. Fuck <laughs> them, especially the ones that live there, the ones that turn around one day and turn around the next. One day they're in Bucks gear. One day they're in Eagles gear. My final word is... Go Bucks! Get this fucking done by any means necessary. I don't care if it's by one point, by thirty points. Just get a fucking win. Crawl and scratch and do whatever the fuck you got to do to get that win. Todd Bowles, coach, one hell of a game. A lot of people have hated you this year. You've made a lot of great decisions from week one in Minnesota all the way to week eighteen in Carolina. Uh, you know, shout out to Sassy Broman, raise the flag. Let's fucking go. Let's go, Eric. Thanks for joining the show, buddy, and thanks for being here, Hayden. Thanks for bringing the noise with your Kentucky peeps as well. And everybody, thanks for joining this pregame show of the Bucketeers. It's been incredible. It's been awesome. It's been an honor going to battle with you guys. Look at that creamsicle. D Brooks in the house. Let's Woo, fucking go. Look at that. Creamsicle vibes are high. Vibes are in the air. It's time to fly high. No pun intended. Fuck the Eagles. They, they say what? Fly, Eagles, fly. Uh, no, no. Ground the Eagles today. The Bucks are going to be flying. Buccaneers are going to be raised and firing the cannons. We have Go Bucks, fellas. Bring us a win. Bring us a fucking win, guys. Bring we us got a it. Win we got it. By any means necessary. Cats, fuck the Eagles. Let's get it one more time from you, Cats. Fuck the Eagles, especially their shithead fans living here. Let's fucking go, guys. It's been an awesome one. Hayden, JLo, Cats, the rest of the guys. Thanks for being here on the Bucketeers. Fire the damn cannons. Go Bucks. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. And fuck the Eagles. Fuck the Eagles. I'll say it many more times. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be uh, out of vocals after you say it a lot tonight. Oh, I'm going to get on your level, bro. Hey. That's my mission. That's my fucking voice. I'm going to work tomorrow. Be loud and proud, fellas. Thanks again, fellas. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. As Eric says, fire! But you got to be a little enthusiastic after being there, bro. That, that game atmosphere was ridiculous. Energy, electricity. I played with Rock and anyone was there, and a lot of the, a lot of the uh, Super Buck fans were there too. Tampa Tones. We are joined by Lee Goon tonight, uh, host of the Pat and Aaron Show of WDAE. Uh, Pat Donovan, Pat Donovan. 
And it sounds like Stana is bumbling a little bit. Gonna put him on mute for a second until that gets a little cleared. But we're joined by. It Pan looks like Stana is hanging out with Cheech and Chong in a car with the windows up or something over there. <laughs> it does look like we got a little 